0: Welcome to another episode of A Visitor's Guide to Springfield, the show where we watch Simpsons with a super fan that is me, Tyler Menz, and a guy, me, Greg Bach, who has heard (laughs) of the show. And we are coming at you directly from Chicago right now, live from Chi-Town, live from Chi-Town. We decided to interview uh, someone who is very dear to my heart and (laughs) watch an episode that is very new to my face. Uh, Please welcome Mr. David Flora Hooray! Hi everybody David Flora is a good friend of mine And will become a good friend of all of yours He is one of the hosts of the Blurry Photos Podcast uh, down here in Chicago You should check it out because it is A great podcast about the Unexplained paranormal conspiracy theories All sorts of things like that so if you enjoy those kinds of Shows, those kinds of topics Take a listen to Blurry Photos He's on there with his pal Life mate David Stecco (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and uh, yeah, check them out. And we brought him here today to watch a specific episode. And it was a perfect episode
1: for Dave, I think, because yeah, it, it kind of fits yeah. into what you what you talk about yeah. anyway.
0: So, Dave, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about? Uh, tell us, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. And uh, what, what did we
2: watch today? Uh, we watched the Treehouse of Horror five. Yeah, so, and it's your guys' first Treehouse of Horror. Right? This is
1: our first Treehouse of Horror episode. It's yeah. the first oh, Treehouse so of
0: Horror episode. For, for the you. show and my first Treehouse of Horror episode, period, Am and that's I. a really hard sentence to say without sounding dirty, right? So, <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, we watched it, and it was uh, holy cow, it was so much fun. Like little vignettes,
2: I love that. Yeah, little short stories. Yeah, yeah, and, they- and yeah, it's it's great. I it, it was it's been my favorite one, I think, uh, for since I've been watching The Simpsons. Now, I I think I've been. Watching them pretty much since the beginning, Mm -hmm. uh, because I remember the Tracy Ullman shorts and and all that. Yeah, me too. That's where I came to to them. um, I, I, you know, my my parents. I know some people have been like, oh, uh, my parents wouldn't let me watch them because as me, yeah, exactly. Uh, And and my sister was that way with with her kids. I have an older sister, and she had kids who were uh, young and impressionable at that age, and and she didn't. Want them watching something that? Would... But you were allowed to watch as a kid. Oh, I was fine with it. Yeah, my my parents didn't give a shit. So I
0: guess the question <laughs> I have is, because uh, you know, I, you know, we're all relatively the same age, around the same age. We're all like like late twenties, early thirties. I'm an old man. Uh, so your parents had no problem with it, and they had no problem with your sister probably watching those things as well. Correct? Well, yeah, my my sister. Let's
2: see. I was. Uh, mm. Around so early '90s, I would have been, you know, uh, ten to twelve range. And um, uh, when this started out and everything, and and the whole hubbub about the Simpsons was, oh, they say damn on there, yeah, they say hell, yeah, you know, eat my shorts, eat my shorts, yeah. Uh So, so yeah, that that was a big thing, and my parents were like damn in hell all the time. So they, yeah. you know, that wasn't anything. Yeah. And, and it was a cartoon. I, so I don't think they, they gave it much thought to their credit, you know? Um, and, and so I could watch it. My sister was 14 years older than me. She already had a few kids by this time. So. Oh,
0: gotcha. I see.
2: Um, so, so her kids were, were young enough to where, you know, they, she didn't want them going to school and saying damn and hell and stuff, you know? So she, well. so she was already in the
0: process of like
2: raising children. I Cause like right. for me
0: is, is when I was younger, we weren't allowed to watch MTV, but we also were strangely enough allowed to watch certain movies. Like we could watch our rated movies and things like that, depending on the content. Of course, if it was a swearing thing, my parents didn't really care that much, but my sister, you know, has strict rules on what the kids can watch, which is totally fine. They're her children. But I just always thought it was really weird for me. It's like, if I had children, I'd be like, let's watch a movie that's R rated. If you're nine, if it's cool and it's, yeah. you know, understood that you're not going to, Become yeah an, a psychopath because of it.
1: <laughs> I I think uh, I, at least in my experience that that was part of the allure is that I wasn't allowed to watch it and yeah. and it was a cartoon and it looked fun and so then I wanted to watch it even more. Yeah, he was allowed to watch Frasier though. I was, which so yeah, I don't. You haven't. Everyone else has heard this story before. Oh, I used I, to I've tell.
2: Listen to you guys. Oh,
1: cool! So you, oh, I used to stay yeah. up and watch Frasier. Tell right. my parents I was going to watch Frasier, and then I would watch The Simpsons afterwards. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> you know, I know, the, I know. I'm sorry, listeners. You had to hear that again, but I will. I I would listen to every single episode because to me that's just funny.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> and, it's called Frasiering now.
2: <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> oh, and you, your parents uh, were I, like. Why why does he keep saying cowabunga and not some witty coffee filled retort?
0: <laughs> he doesn't understand my cheers references. It's all canon. <laughs> why does he know more about wine? He yes. don't understand. He's
2: watching <laughs> Fraser.
0: <laughs> He's not very good at our Fraser quiz night. I gotta say this. I'm there's something up. <laughs> <laughs> better
2: better make him watch more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, my and my parents were were like that too. They were if there was like a nudie scene or something, mm-hmm. they'd be like, cover your eyes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And exactly. then, you know, and I'd peek anyway, and they'd be like, oh, that, that David. But, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> but, you know, we were watching uh, Lethal Weapon, Crocodile yeah, exactly. Dundee, like all, all the good ones. Yeah. So. Uh,
0: it's I guess that's something that, for me, the, the I guess. Well, I mean, I when I was younger, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV and I would still sneak. I would also ask if I could watch certain things because my mom once saw David Lee Roth and like, you know, you know, Tushless chaps. Oh, oh, oh. And for her, that was that was it. It Whoa, was either David Greg's Lee mom. Roth wait, wait. or Cher. Could have been no, either. No, no, one. Wait, She it saw just... David Lee Roth in Tushless Chaps. I didn't see my mom in Tushless
1: Chaps. <laughs> <laughs> your mom watching David Lee Roth while wearing what? Tushless Chaps. But for your mom, when you say
2: that was it, is, does that mean uh like turn it off, that's all, no more, T- television is ruined. Or was it like, it's on. No, 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 <laughs> no. you're no. off no.
0: this butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, Those exact words. No, she, <laughs> for her, it was when she saw that, uh, MTV was done for us. I see, I see. But I also was growing up in the time when MTV was starting to show TV shows, and then specifically they were showing reruns, and one of the things they showed was The Monkeys and Monty Python huh. and Stand-Up Comedy. Yeah. So I would ask my mom if I could watch certain things and I would actually like sit down and say like, you know, this is a show. This is the monkeys. You know, I love the monkeys. Here's, here's the TV guide, that I've marked out. Exactly. Which, yeah. And I remember I remember I was 15 years old and I sat my parents down and they must have thought I was such an idiot because I, I treated it like an after school special. I said to them. Did you have a presentation board behind you? I had like I a have pointer. A, I didn't have a presentation. Hey, <laughs> I didn't have a presentation board, but I presented it in such a fashion as if to say what this is doing to me. And I'm just remembering this right now. What it's doing to me is taking away from my childhood experience, which was I was going to an all night skate. And I said to them, look, when I go to these things, <laughs> the kids talk about stuff and I don't get it Oh. Um, because I, they're watching a, MTV. Yeah, so very I mean, mature moment. how yeah. old were you? I was like 28, <laughs> no, I think you I was son like of a bitch. I think I was I think I was um I think I was like 13 or 14 at the time. Oh, okay. So I like really laid into it. I was I I I I put on the 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 shine and and <laughs> the shins. They, shin. they actually they actually sent me out of the room to talk about it. And then when I came wow, back in they, they said, deliberated. Yeah, and then when I came back in they said like, "All right, you're allowed to watch it." And I felt wow. A, I felt pride because I presented it. Like I wasn't even like I was being responsible Mm -hmm. and being mature about it. I wasn't screaming and yelling. In fact, I don't think I ever did. I never complained that I couldn't watch MTV, but it was just this, but I sort of just had a, let me see if this will work. Did it work? It worked. It totally worked. worked. Like it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't (laughs) a thing of like, it's like, it's like, I want to do this. It was like, I bet you I could just, Uh, Watch MTV. I your my way into I, it. Yeah,
1: I like the idea that your like dad sees you watching MTV and David Lee Roth with his buttless chaps, and then your mom's like, "Oh no, no, no! Now he's doing his research here." <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, so. that's yeah, that's that's great. But yeah. Um, so, uh, well, uh, and and I, as I was saying, I, I I've watched them for forever. It it shaped a lot of my high school because yeah, uh, a lot of my friends and I kind of bonded over yeah uh, songs in the key of Springfield. Oh the yes. CD. And I remember going on one of those European trips, you know, the high school trips that, that some kids take and, uh, and me and a couple of my friends, we just, we sang our way through Europe and other people <laughs> on the trip and girls that we wanted to impress got so sick of our stuff. So let me guess. <laughs> we you you didn't
0: it. impress them. I did not. Oh, Sorry. uh, But you know what I like about that? That that says a lot about you and your friends and the relationship you had that you said in the face of not, you know, impressing young ladies and maybe getting some kissy kiss, you said, no,
2: we're going to keep singing. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, are committed to this.
1: Committing to the (laughs) (laughs) bit.
2: So, so it, it's shaped uh, my life. I've always been a a fan of the Simpsons and, you know, during college and, on into into a, a adultion. i uh <laughs> oh god I, I it's tapered off my you know my watching of it and stuff yeah. and i've i've caught up you know a few seasons here or there but hmm. there's just so damn many i don't think i'll ever be able to but you know like when you guys came in i had it on fxx because yeah. they always play this and and i'll 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 always watch it love the movie when it came out yeah um i had the i the app. The Simpsons uh, tapped out. Have That's a great that? game. I love I, that game. I tell you what, ever since EA took it over, yeah. I, I've, I've stopped playing. Oh, really? Well, it kicked me out. Like, I had to log in every day, which took forever. Oh, and then there yeah. were like 500 megabyte downloads yeah, every day. Yeah, yeah It's I mean, ridiculous. Like, you know, I think I actually had, had this.
0: I think I had the Simpsons app on my the game because yeah. it was just fun and easy to play. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I had the Family Guy app. I had the oh, family,
1: yeah, yeah. It was yeah. essentially yeah.
0: the
2: same game. Yeah. yeah
0: um but,
1: uh, i yeah i'm disappointed too because i'm at this point where my phone doesn't have like the extra data yeah, to like exactly. i can't keep downloading these unlimited upgrades. data yeah.
2: and, yeah. and like i
0: mean I like said, on like, the device oh oh you're running out of memory yeah that's uh. and
2: usually it would be like every time they had an update so it's like every season or yeah. you know every few months or something Well, mm-hmm. it got to be and this was just in the last week that i've stopped playing it got to be every day I had to log in and then it would download yeah. 477 megabytes for it. And I'm like, this is, it's too much, dude. Yeah. yeah, Sorry. Yeah. So anyways, but yeah, huge fan. I'm glad you guys asked me to do this. Oh yeah. I'm and we're happy to have you. About. This is great. For this sure. is wonderful. Um, so just a little bit about
0: the show. It is, it is the Halloween episode of 1994, which would be, which would have been the fifth season. Mm. Correct. Yeah. Fifth season because it's five. It's treehouse of five. No, it, it's, it would have it's been the sixth one, season yeah, because
1: one season one doesn't have a treehouse of horror. Uh, oh, y- okay, I see. Which you did. should know because we're almost done watching it. Greg, uh, get on it. Uh, <laughs> you're letting you're letting the listenership do, down. I do not even listen to our <laughs> show. Um,
0: <laughs> Oh, that's a glowing, <laughs> glowing... <laughs> I listen to the show, Chris. Stop it, Mom. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to learn, okay? You're living the show. is right. what's happening. Really what it is. So, yeah, uh, this is Treehouse of Horror 5, and it is uh, the Halloween episode of Season 6. Uh, episode 6.
1: Starts with uh, the cold open, Mart, which you don't know, but that's the... End of the tradition for Treehouse of Horrors. Marge comes out and says how scary the show's going to be.
2: Okay, and, yeah. and there's a stage and curtains like it's yeah you know, a proscenium. <laughs> yeah, and then they do the they do the um, oscillation on the
0: voice or not the oscillation but a, a, a oscilloscope.
2: Yeah, yeah the vo- the the spectrum spectrum of the voice uh, you can see their voice exactly yeah. wavelengths moving and stuff. And then we go All right to uh, uh, I think it was Outer Limits that was that they pulled that from. Right? That's yeah. right. So yeah. you're right.
1: Very good. I always love the um, intro scene with the Treehouse of Horrors as like it's it's very similar to the normal intro scene with the Simpsons, but then it's got the rain and the graveyards and yeah. You every year it's different. You see Mo hangs himself in this one, which was funny. <laughs> Uh <laughs> oh my god. Because he's, he's so depressed all the time. <laughs> he's the character that does it. Patty uh, and Selma or tied up. Yeah. The I, they lit light their cigarettes <laughs> with the flames. Um <laughs> We're I, going out smoking.
2: Yeah, one of my yeah, it's one of my favorite things with the Treehouse of Horror is the nicknames on the tombstones yeah. and things like that and just the Yeah. And I, I I may be jumping a little ahead, but the the nicknames of the people who made the show, the producers, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. director and everything, yeah. always has a like uh James Hill Hellbrook. Brooks, mm-hmm. uh Lou Boo Collier. Yeah. <laughs> I love some of them are are kind of like dead rat, blah blah blah. And some of them one of them was like just scary nickname.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I noticed one of the one of the um tombstones said clever tombstone. Yeah. Something like that. It's it they were probably like, let's retire this bid, yeah. <laughs> And then we go into the, the couch. First gag. Fi- fi- the couch, couch gag oh, the couch, zombie yeah. couch gag zombie couch gag that is, that is the ultimate zombie couch gag that was one. really really cool where they yeah. all come it's together like, and they like are wearing each other's body parts and they yeah. switch body parts that was really fun i think I,
2: the, I love the uh the real quick back at when marge was talking and she's like oh this is too scary but they've told us we can play this uh clip from what is it? Gone, gone west or something? Yeah. Oh, going west. Yeah, west. <laughs> and then John it's like Ford. The, the black and white. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glenn, Glenn Ford's 2,000 miles to Oregon. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. To Oregon. That's it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm Could looking be. at a book right now, listeners. I, I, oh, this is, yeah. Yeah, This is a book actually that, 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 uh, Mr. Flora has. It's the Simpsons complete guide to our favorite family. This is, this is
2: from how long ago that's, is it? It's a while ago, but they had, you know, six or seven seasons out yeah. by then. But, uh, yeah, it was, I think I got that in high school. So
1: so something I like about the Halloween episodes I'm not a I'm not a horror movie junkie by any means mm-hmm. I I don't usually like scary movies at all Yeah um but I find that the Halloween episodes make kind of the horror genre a little more accessible like after I saw this episode I went and actually I watched The Shining Um, And I remember seeing it after and being like, oh, yeah, I I get this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I I think The Shining is a really great movie now, Mm. but it's not something I really would have watched without kind of a, like a subtle push into it, you know, an introduction.
0: I took a college course uh, in Stanley Kubrick. We watched
2: all of his films. (laughs) (laughs) You forgot to hashtag that jerk. I don't hashtag anything. (laughs) You hashtag it. Take your hashtag. Oh, hey, 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 hey.
0: This is my show, okay? Sorry, Greg I mean, our show
2: Our show Hashtag Whatever.
0: not sorry <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hi, honey Hello, honey, sorry I No, uh, I took a class, uh, a film course When we studied Stanley Kubrick And one of the things I did was I wrote a 25-page paper Dispelling the idea that The Shining is a horror movie That all of the tenets of the horror genre In The Shining are red herrings And aren't true Therefore, it's not a, an actual horror film And what did you say that it was then? Suspense. I said it was suspense, psychological. And I also, I think it might have put in there something that was was his big trick from Stanley Kubrick to like get us to like, for his, his interpretation of a horror film, but him taking all of those horror elements and really throwing them in there. But they don't really mean a whole lot. Like they have deeper psychological meaning than they do. Like just the, because when you look at the when you watch the film, how many people die in that movie? How many people are killed? Two. Yeah, I mean it's not like a it's not to me like a horror movie is something and some will be like a threat. slasher Yeah, so, and some will, and, and, and some will and some will argue that it's the evolution of a horror film like people will say that you know Frankenstein's a horror movie or that psycho is a horror movie where I also contend that psycho is a psychological thriller because all the horror elements are uh, put out there in the first are or, or, or put out there in a certain part of the film and then the rest of it's all psychological.
2: Would that fall under the the umbrella of horror?
0: Would psycho. it be like
2: horror, and then way off on the fringe is psychological thriller oh. instead of slasher or gory?
0: I would say psychological thriller, and if, and you can put it to horror if you wanted to. Like I, when I think Psycho and The Shining, I don't think horror movies at all. In fact, I get a little like I'm like don't call it horror. It's not a horror movie. It's a psychological thriller. Sure, hmm. I'm just saying that is is horror the larger category for no because to me like i don't i don't think so for me in film i feel like you would say the larger would be like a drama okay and then into that well i mean i even if you look at this is a really weird comparison but (laughs) if you if you look at if you have hbo go when you look at all the genres there's family there's horror there's comedy there's suspense thriller there's all this. so to me, I wouldn't even put it in horror. I can understand why, because we've just been told it's a horror movie. But I do not look at The Shining as a horror film, and I think that the reasons why we think it is are all just put there as you know little fun things for Stanley Kubrick. Have you seen? Have you heard? Did
1: you study any of the conspiracy theories behind the,
0: we the that movie? We didn't. We didn't study that because it's, I mean, because every movie is so dense. We yeah. were. Watching, it was a once a week class. Oh, okay. But I did see that piece of trash Movie room it's, 237
1: it's, it's Fascinating it's, though.
0: it's it'd be, it'd be fascinating if it was Good but it's not <laughs> within The first two minutes like this is gonna be a Big pile of dog garbage I Thought it was really interesting
1: just oh. Like the thing it was at least Interesting in that like people can't Come up with things like this
0: well yeah
2: but I haven't it. seen it so I, oh, I it's I'm sorry I so Think
0: you, I think if you watch it you'd, you'd really enjoy It because it's because when you you Watch it and you think it's funny at first because it it's like a true conspiracy theory where they're looking at things and saying they say know, like,
1: it's about like- the the. the- um, the decimation
0: of the, Native the American, American people. Yeah. It also talks about the moon landing. They talk about you know, like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. They talk about based this off is...
1: like silly little like the American Indian thing, uh, yeah, American Native American thing, based off the Calumet uh, baking powder. Yeah, the,
2: wow. It, within the movie, this is the kind of stuff we talk about on on my podcast on blurry photos, and yeah. this is the kind of stuff we usually end up making a lot of fun of. Yeah, of fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 It's fascinating. That's a that is. Oh a, man, I would totally watch that movie with you.
0: Room two thirty seven.
2: It's on that. <laughs> Were you – did you – you were here when we had our our big 100th episode party and we watched that uh – the back, how Back to the Future was actually a, an Illuminati plot. <laughs> then, like it was,
1: they were out.
2: Like everything with Back to the Future, they were like, 1956 was oh, when yeah. this happened, and, and or 1955, and then 1985. If you add the numbers together, and then oh and, and, and then in the background, there's a triangle, and it's got an eye on it, and it's like <laughs>
1: six oh. six six Illuminati.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, yeah, those uh, those are big corkboards. But you know, I mean, I'm sure Stephen King had something to do with with the movie being tied to, <laughs> to horror. Did you did you say that in your paper at all? Or did you? Uh, you
0: yeah, know? I said. I, well, yeah, I said because originally the, the you know we all know it's uh, it was originally a a book by Stephen King, and it was and, and I think Stephen King, yeah, Stephen King wrote a. <laughs> Screenplay and Stanley Kubrick was more or less like, "Oh well, thank you. I will just put this nowhere near my movie. <laughs> enjoy the day. Yeah, enjoy uh,
2: your cocaine. Enjoy your cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I think the Shining is a pretty good. Uh, oh, it's a, a parody. It's, it's a wonderful of of parody.
2: It's
0: a wonderful parody because it gives you everything that's iconic in that film. Yeah. But what I love about it is it doesn't do it in the order. So like the like one of the first things you see is the flowing blood.
2: Right, right. The drive-in, the drive-in is wonderful. That that joke, yeah. The the blood, yeah. You would think they would do something with twins at some point in there, because, but maybe they haven't introduced the Sharon Terry, yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. I they, think they well, had in it five at that seasons. Point. They probably yeah. had
0: them.
1: There's a lot of gags to fit into these treehouse of horror movies, but they only have like episodes. six minutes.
0: Yeah, to exactly. To do yeah exactly. And they so. took all the best things too. And, and, and I really, I loved the, the typewriter. I, cause she just says, <laughs> she says, well, I guess I'll get the, they say the words are the windows of the soul or whatever. And says feeling fine, <laughs> feeling fine, <laughs> feeling fine. Yeah. And, and then the, the lightning strike. And I think what I really liked about it was, was that they could have easily took the lettering and put it on the typewriter the wording and put on the typewriter and made that simple but they said let's scrawl it all over the wall the instead, flashes, i thought that was yeah. really cool just I, because when you're doing those things you want to stay true to it and 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 just that 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 notion of saying well let's instead of putting it on the as as a as a i'm not thinking right now Homage? Not an homage, but uh, a distraction. That's not oh. what I'm looking for. But like, you know, you're like we're all expecting. To be, yeah, we're all expecting it yeah. to be on the typewriter. Yeah, but we're like, oh, okay, what's going to happen? Oh, it's all over the walls. That's brilliant. I thought yeah. it was great. I love that. It's a great. bit.
1: Some great, some good, really good gags, like <laughs> classic gags in there. I like. I, in regards to the writing on the wall, I like when Homer goes, uh, "Well, you know, no TV or beer makes Homer." Um, Something 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 <laughs> And I was oh, like go crazy. crazy
2: Don't mind
0: if I do And actually that was The thing about that too Is I felt like the art in in fact In, in the whole episode itself Especially the, min, the middle section But with the shinning I liked some of the things They did with like With the way they contorted his face Like it would be easy To make him just look crazy And, and, yeah. and But they really contorted his face yeah. Which I thought was Really cool mm-hmm. So I yeah the the Shining was wonderful and the the classic line because I, I was I, I said to to David and to Tyler that I know the Shining like I know the term mm-hmm. and I also know that uh um the ground Scotch guy groundskeeper Willie Willie okay I know that Willie says do you want to get sued because I remember hearing that when I was a kid and <laughs> laughing at that because yeah. I liked the Shining so yeah. and I thought that was uh but that one was really really cool
1: groundskeeper Willie as Catman Scrothers. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful
2: casting When you can't there. get Catman, <laughs> always get, go for Willie. Always go Willie. for a Scotsman. Yeah. I, uh, I I love the bit with the blood, getting back to that, and the blood comes oh, out of yeah. the elevator, and Mr. Burns, who's showing them around because yeah. it's his hotel, he was like, hmm, that's weird. The blood usually gets off at the second floor. <laughs> I mean, that goes back to, you know, that that is an
0: example of what I said before in an earlier episode is how Mr. Burns, and I think also Grandpa, are <laughs> just pure... Choke machines. Yeah, (laughs) all the. I mean, they are just there to to take the moment and say, "All right, here's a punchline." The the it is beautiful every time. And when when um. Smithers? Smithers, Smithers says, "Oh yeah, like you know, when we take away the take away the television and the beer, that's when uh, people go crazy." And he says, "Well, and we is hacked to death. I'll buy you a coat. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> we'll get an honest weird. winter's work out of these people."
0: <laughs> I will say this though: that absolutely had my wife drug me into the refrigerator with all that food. I wouldn't have been trying to get out. I've
2: been eating all that food. Yeah. Just hand <laughs> deep and like first, ravioli yeah. <laughs>
0: and all that
2: stuff. I don't care about <laughs> killing my family. Mo, who was is, who is playing the ghost yeah. in, in the bar, yeah. uh, he's. He's like he knocks on the door, which I think is funny yeah. for a ghost. <laughs> he, a ghost he, a he knocks night. on the door. And he's like Homer, come on, you've got you know killing to do, and uh, Homer's like can't kill eating, you know. Yeah. And, and then <laughs> he and shows Mo's up. like me and the other ghouls are you know we're <laughs> yeah. waiting for this, and and so then they bust in, and it's like Hellraiser, Freddy, uh, Mo, and like yeah, a couple of like yeah you know, horror horror characters drag him out. <laughs>
0: It's just it's just
2: Mo's poker team. That's yeah, like it's that's just poker it
0: group to yeah. to go just like.
2: Euchre, euchre, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is a that is a midwestern reference right there. <laughs> but uh, you, I I like how they they kind of disheveled Homer's hair, kind of like oh uh, yeah
1: they like, drooped down the front yeah.
2: yeah. Um, they it, yeah, so it was kind of like wavy like that. And then yeah. my favorite joke in in the whole thing is when Willie gets the axe in the back and he falls and and Marge is like oh no. Well, I hope that carpet was Scotch Garden.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I saw you even look at it. Tyler and me like I was like, "Did you guys did you get that? Did you yeah. guys get that?" That eh? eh? eh?
2: was a good. It was good.
0: Uh, so yeah, that was that. that section was that's good. The then we, first vignette, and then we move on to Time and Punishment, which is a beautiful homage to Soylent. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, that no, was it was like the butterfly effect type thing. It's called the Sound of Thunder. That's sound like of a, Thunder. Yeah, okay. which was also really cool too because I'm a Doctor Who fan. So the the theory of time travel changing like you know, changing timelines and things like that. Uh, You know, Homer, Homer uh, essentially is fixing his toaster. And instead of fixing his toaster or just buying a new one, like a normal person in America, uh, just hit the the mic stand right there. uh, He decides to, you know, fix it with a rock (laughs) And somehow turns it into <laughs> rocking like parts and bulbs yeah. and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> electric. There's he's like
1: he's, a tube amp yeah. on the inside.
0: <laughs> he's part of the Radio Shack fan club. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so he builds, he rebuilds his toaster into a time machine. Every time he puts the toast in, he goes back to prehistoric uh, time hmm. where there's
2: dinosaurs, hmm. and was it was it grandpa simpson who tells him don't yeah he was like what uh, abe stay yeah. you know like he was like stand still uh, and try to remember what <laughs> what your old man told you at your wedding and then just abe in a
1: tuxedo <laughs> remember if you go back in time <laughs> don't step on anything
0: <laughs> and he steps on something he kills a mosquito he kills a mosquito. stupid bug
2: you go squish now yeah. that's,
0: <laughs> that's right. and he goes um, he goes back to uh he goes back to uh, Springfield and he finds out that Ned Flanders is the overlord of the world.
1: Yeah. Everyone's getting educated.
0: Ned- educated. <laughs> Ned- educated, And Ned looks like he's it's in like a big a dystopian. iPod. Yeah. 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 It's like a 1984 type thing. And then uh, it's just a series of him going back and forth, trying to fix the, the present. The best one though, of course, is where he goes, he goes back to the present and, he is living in an opulent house with his family and in high class clothing and and everything is beautiful. And he wants a donut and Marge says, what's a donut? He goes screaming out of the room
2: (laughs) and it starts raining
0: donuts. (laughs) Oh, it's
2: raining again. again. Uh, (laughs) And then he, then he full on freaks out in the past because you know, he's, this is like the third time he's, he's gone, he's traveled back and mm -hmm. tried to fix it. And, has screwed up and and so he freaks out in the in the past pulls out a bat from nowhere, starts beating yeah. stuff. And in my favorite, he just kicks a divot of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, don't take that grass. I do
0: like how he sneezes on one dinosaur and then oh, yeah. kills every it other. He starts d- raining dinosaurs at one point. The pterodactyls are falling <laughs> out of the right. sky. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean that, that was that one's fun for me personally, because I just like the idea of time travel. Cause I could talk yeah. about the 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 ideas of, you know, how much would your timeline change? I was actually uh, speaking to a friend of mine who has a. He believes that if you go back in time, your time has changed automatically, no matter what, because people have the ability to make different choices. So, even if you were to, even if you were, even if Tyler were to go back in time right now to which I am right nineteen ninety six, and he stood there. Mm-hmm. That would because he's gone back in time, it would automatically change the timeline some way in a smaller, big scale because
2: all the people on Earth would have the ability to make different choices. Versus, well, someone would have to like maybe step out of yeah. way to avoid you, which would change their. No, 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 no. no he he like ble-
0: he believes that he believes that even. That if you had no interaction with anybody whatsoever, it would still timelines would be changed because people would have the ability to rethink the decision, even though they don't know that they have a a choice. They instead of going right, they might go left. It's not for him. It's not set in stone. Every single timeline.
1: Instead of letting their kid watch MTV, they would not. We're trying to be serious here,
0: Tyler. Tyler, 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 can we just be serious? Can we about time travel? No. Time travel. Time Triler? No, time. Tra- time <laughs> I'll put you
1: on trial. I'll put you on trial. I'll
0: put you on trial for making fun of time travel.
1: Time trialer. Tyler
0: Menz's Time Triler. <laughs> time Tyler But his thought is, his thought Hey, is I'm that- back, you guys. <laughs> oh, great. Nothing's changed. Uh, no, his belief is that even if you go back in time and have no interaction, and no influence whatsoever, that that is automatically will change the timeline. Which is an interesting theory to me, because y- you can't count on people because we have no idea of what time travel actually is. you can't say for sure, oh yes, of course, <laughs> yeah. time would just go forward like it always did, oh yeah, so maybe back to the future, this guy was right,
2: it, undoubtedly so yeah I exactly mean, they, they they see what is beyond the the superficial veil that we see that normal people so watch watch that video, Illuminati. Uh, Illuminati of the future. Nine na- Eleven was a JFK <laughs> moon landing.
1: Illuminati <laughs> to the future. <laughs> on <our> flat Earth.
2: <laughs> don't get David started on the flat Earth. Uh, but, so yeah, that was a that was a fun one. Uh, yeah, that was
1: really I really like that one. And then the final one for the episode was the
0: Soylent Green.
1: Soylent Green one, uh, yeah, that, which was, that
0: was called Nightmare Cafeteria. Nightmare. <laughs>
1: Kind of a weird, just
0: generic name. Yeah. But it works. It sounded like that was the production name, and they
2: said, nah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Send it to print. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, don't wanna don't want to try for a pun on this one. Just too yeah. tired. Yeah.
1: Listen, yeah. the first two knocked it yeah. out of the park. We're just gonna rest we, on our, our laurels here. <laughs> <laughs> we blew
2: we blew our load with the reading education. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> 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 we could We're just tired. sail We're, coast coast home. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: uh, so yeah, it so was
1: fun. I, that was not my favorite of the three. Oh no, I think I, for,
0: I, for me, the Shining was still the favorite because yeah, I love that movie. They
1: started strong. I don't feel like they ended I, as strong as maybe they could have.
2: They they had some really good bits yeah. in it, but yeah, on on the whole, it's kind of predictable, I, I yeah. guess. But like. Uh, Skinner just dropping the innuendos throughout and, oh. until he just basically says yeah. exactly what's what. What if we all just? What if we just cooked Uter up and ate him?
0: I he's think, in our stomachs he's right in now. Our, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, that last wait, one. Never mind. Screen. I think
1: Skinner is like the king of dad jokes. Yeah. I think he's the perfect character in The Simpsons to do dad jokes, and that was a great illustration <laughs> of that because he, he's just so corny.
0: Yeah, and you know what? And, and you think about. I, I, because I don't have experience watching the treehouse of horror episodes I don't know how they end but maybe they uh, maybe they even said this one's ending kind of you know it's not it's not a strong ending so let's put the dance number at the end with the, <laughs> uh, the with, the, with the inside out skin thing which yeah. is really fun to watch uh, it does bring up the idea the 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 question you know the age old question of if you were to find out that the food you were eating was made of human would you continue to eat it even if you know you liked it? No, you wouldn't.
2: <laughs> no, no. Why? You wouldn't either. No. Eh, no, I don't know. I can't say I e- wouldn't Eating people. I hated the road too. By the way, Cormac oh. McCarthy. Oh, okay. So I, yeah. Well, that movie's I, ruined for me. So all right, cool. Um. The, the fact, no, that won't ruin. It. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs>
1: Wait, does that happen on that in that movie? It's, in well, that?
2: it's a it's a book, and yeah, I, you know, and they Viggo Mortensen was in the movie adaptation yeah. of it, and. It's just, it's, it'll, it'll stick with you. Really? It's, yeah, it's pretty like harrowing. human
0: inside. Like it sticks and it sticks to the ribs. It just sticks to the ribs, wow. man. Like a good
2: thigh. You, uh, you
0: jerk. No, <laughs>
2: no, it's, it's just, it's creepy to think humanity and, and humanity could you know, end up this way. I, 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 I guess, I'm sorry if, okay, I, if well, you no. don't know what I'm the talking question, about. The question, I, I the question
0: though, on. is is in times of... Is it a, is it a time of desperation? Like, is there no other
2: option for them? I, I'm sure they could work to make an option, but it's it would be a lot of work, and people... You, well, know, yeah. you know how people just resort to <laughs> tribal behavior. <laughs> but, you I mean, know how people. I guess I'm being very. Uh, I mean,
0: misanthropic, but and, and this is not this is this is not me defending cannibalism. But the the, the thing <laughs> you heard it here, Greg Bach, pro cannibalism. I said it's not me defending. Cannibalism. You heard
1: it yeah, here. You said
2: that just before you defend it.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, the I'm I'm I, I always look at the the situation, the circumstances. So you say that you say that the. They could have done something. It would have been hard, but they could have done something. Are
2: all animals gone? Have they exhausted the... the? Well, I think... Spoiler alerts, by the way. Yeah, I, th- I think I that the way they set it up is that it's, it's probably incredibly tough, if not div- uh, impossible, to grow anything because yeah. Ash and clouds cover the sky and it's a dust bowl right well it's it's like a it's like a nuclear winter because oh, okay. of either like an asteroid hit or maybe a super volcano you know just the sky the sky's gray mm-hmm. uh there's ash rain oh, or okay. ash snow kind of that that falls and it's just you know there's nothing
0: well then the is the is the oh, well, is I, the book or the movie asking the question of the reader and the, or the viewer how far would you go I mean like yeah granted, if it's no, like it's, if it's
2: day two you're like I want to eat Steve. Like, i I think it's besides asking the question it's asking either would you resort to that or would you try and and keep your humanity because everybody else has resorted to that and you're you're trying not to be eaten by other people yeah at that point it's like a so, zombie type thing almost. I do uh, a bit but yeah even scarier because these are actually functioning humans Still, that yeah. Are, you know, I think I, I think I try to hold
0: my humanity, but I mean, in that situation, I, I it's easy to say, of course, I wouldn't do it, but I don't know. I'm also the type of person who's told my wife that if she was a zombie, I'd kill her because I love her. Well, yeah, but you never know.
1: Here's here's the thing, I never plan on being in that situation, so,
2: so yeah, you I haven't I, even thought.
1: No, I, I actually yeah. even really think ignorance like, is bliss <laughs> in this situa- in this case.
0: I also I'm just, just happily like I'm gonna eat beef forever I don't know I also think that in these situations I think I'd be dead like I feel like I'd be one yeah, of the people who would die immediately pretty quickly yeah yeah zombie
2: apocalypse I'd be dead real quick and There'd part be no- of the 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 real chillingness of that that particular story is that some people keep people like cattle or like they've got, uh, them, yes, they've uh, got them in the basement completely emaciated and yeah. just waiting to be slaughtered. You know? So,
1: okay. You said this is Cormac McCarthy. Yeah.
2: I it's think. called the road, the road. Yeah. Okay.
1: For some reason I was thinking Jack Kerouac's the road. Not, not <laughs> the road. No, it's much less poetic. I was, like, I was like, I started reading that over the summer and this does not sound familiar at all. <laughs> oh, you, this book took a yeah, turn. Keep
2: reading. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I, I love the, though, getting back to the, uh, that that uh, vignette, though, uh, did you guys notice that the the faculty lounge is right off the cafeteria in that?
1: Yeah. Did you find that weird? It I don't like know. It's like a faculty dining room
2: almost. Yeah, I guess so,
0: but I, <laughs> I was mean, sort of... I noticed they were sitting by themselves, but I didn't really think anything weird of that. Let's
1: we... be honest. Teachers don't have time
0: to eat lunch together. <laughs> oh, okay. Spare us <laughs> your boo-boos
1: about you know, being a teacher. Stop. We, we, they, <sighs> they don't. There's no time. Are you a teacher? I'm a teacher, yeah. Oh, yeah? What do you teach? Third grade. Oh, wow. Yeah, third grade Catholic school. Oh wow! Oh yeah! Double wow! They're on, <laughs> they're, well. they're on oh, flat well.
0: Earth unit.
1: We're That's not one. on flat Earth. <laughs> no,
2: they're on. They're on. We're 6, on transubstantiation year unit. <laughs> I, I love. Uh, there's where Jesus bits. turns into a sandwich. Um, the uh, the meat when lunch lady Doris is like uh, talking about the the latest meat that they got. Uh, they've got grade F meat which is mostly circus animals some filler yeah. <laughs> and then when they have um... which is Taco Bell meat too I believe Also,
1: they spill it on Jimbo and Principal Skinner just literally like wipes his finger on Jimbo and licks it, which Which, is disgusting.
0: Jimbo must have had a very specific flavor to his
1: skin. As as a teacher, I can tell you this is a horror film. (laughs) No one wants to.
2: And then when they had the Oktoberfest, they had umlauts over the K, the O, the last T, the E's. (laughs) Yeah. It's like every every few letters. U- U- Uberfiesa. Broughton. <laughs> That's what they're eating. U- U- Uderbraten. Uderbroten. Yeah. And then <laughs> Skinner Skinner at the end puts on a a bib, but it's a crossing guard. Yeah, like <laughs> a vest. <laughs> a vest. So. Uh, good then, good bits though. Good yeah. bits. And
0: then uh, it all ends in uh, Bart being asleep. That's all. It's all a nightmare. Oh, I oh actually, yeah. I like the end because it's the whole like it's it's Millhouse. It's lisa and bart and you know nothing can happen to us now i mean we're and millhouse falls in and it says of course you're going to save the two the two simpsons children and lisa falls in and then bart falls in yeah into a giant blender yeah very a la a la uh pink floyd the wall oh yeah that's a they they don't need no education oh my gosh i remember seeing that image when i was a kid when that when they when they cut that portion of the movie out to turn it into a music video on MTV, I was four or five. That should have been where my mom said no, but she had to wait for tushless chaps. Uh, I remember seeing that image of those kids walking down the, the ramp into the meat grinder and turning into meat with those masks on their face. That was an image that stayed with me for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I finally had to do one of those. I bought the movie and faced my fear, and then realized, oh, this is really cheap looking.
2: Yeah, I, well, smart, smart move. But like, yeah, the the wall. Even as I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan, and even the wall is just like, man, it's it's kind of creeping into like Requiem for a Dream territory for yeah. me. Like, I'll, I'll I've I've seen Requiem for a Dream, never have to see it again. That's fine. <laughs> and, and and the wall is just kind of like, wow, such good music, and then just depressing and weird and. Like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna look at this anymore kinda of well, it's, like, it's like hallucinogenically
0: depressing and then you listen to the next album, the final cut, and then it's just like giving up depressing. <laughs> like, wow, this guy has nothing to live for anymore. <laughs> uh, you just wanna take a you just wanna like sit in a bath and and, and try to like wipe the sad off of you and you can't. It's impossible. I think it took Roger Waters like thirty-five years after that album was made to like crack a smile again. <laughs> No. But yeah, so that was, uh, and then it ended in the, it ended in the dance where yeah, they did the they, fog that turns, uh, people inside, up. inside <laughs> out inside Yeah. Uh, and that was a great little dance. And, uh, that was the episode. Yeah. That was fun. And then it had the, the, the big pipe organ, Gracie films.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and then the scream on, uh, the, uh, the, the films at the end mm-hmm. that what that's, that's in the same part. Yeah. yeah. Instead of <laughs> there's a scream. And it, it just know that there's a scream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, what did you, what did you think of your first tree house? Then? I, I
0: really enjoyed it. I like the vignettes. I, if you listen to the episodes, you know, I have a big problem with, um, multiple storylines, but I like this because it was focused stories, tiny little short ones. Uh, they were really fun. I really like the shinning a lot because it's a, uh, it's an ode to a movie that I really, really love. Uh, yeah, it was just. I mean, I look forward to the next ones. You know, maybe maybe we'll make it. A tradition. Maybe we'll make it a tradition that uh, Flora could be the Treehouse of Horror guy. I don't know if that's what you I want.
2: Would, I would love it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm all all in. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just it's it was a really fun episode, and it was very it was very light, and just you know, I can delve deep into like the minutia of of subject matters hard. I was like, no, this one's just fun. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's just a
1: Halloween episode. Yeah.
2: A
0: lot that's
1: of times it's
2: it's hard for me to see characters getting killed off and stuff, just mm-hmm. you know, because in in the the greater world, uh this is very it's it's completely separate. It's like yeah. none of these none of these actually happen. The one right. There's no con- continuity. Yeah. Willie yeah, right.
0: and, and, really gets it's killed it's twice. Three times. Se- Wait, he he three, three. Yeah. Every time uh-huh. with an axe to he, him, oh, yeah, 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 he's yeah, yeah, got yeah. The, the axe hat trick. Yeah, he gets like... it from Principal Skinner, he gets it from Maggie, and he gets
2: it from from Homer in the From Homer, that's right. Yep. But uh Which was, it's a great three, three bit. Um, But um, it's always, it's always weird that, you know, all this stuff, like they can since they can do anything, they, they do anything. And that Mm -hmm. includes, you know, uh, making characters into animals and, you know, and some of the others and, and uh, uh, making them just grotesque or something, Mm -hmm. something happens that everybody dies or whatever. And, and it's always like. Oh this feels weird it feels it just feels weird to see you know it's it's the simpsons and everything yeah. Yeah. it's weird but then it's like oh, i got to remember it's a treehouse though i
1: like there i like everything that in happens. the there in future treehouse Horrors, you see like Ned Flanders is the devil, <laughs> which is like the, my favorite portrayal of the devil. Now, yeah. Because he's so likable. <laughs> did they start doing Treehouse
0: of Horror from the second season on? On, or yeah. They, so, okay. So, all right.
1: It was kind of after the universe had been established and you got to, you could understand who that character was in relation to the rest of the Simpsons universe. Okay. Um, so, yeah.
2: And fun. I think they get progressively more and more ridiculous, too. Yeah. As as they go along. When There's the first Treehouse... Uh, is, is, well, I, I, I'm remembering the one, one of the vignettes and I'm forgetting others, but I feel like as they went along, they added to the kind of craziness, some of the Mm -hmm. horror to, to a lot of them and this and that. So yeah, yeah, as they, as as they got established and knew that Fox wasn't going to do anything to, to mess with their, you know, the Simpsons are their own, their own entity. Yeah.
0: Uh, you said that really quick, just as a very kind of off the topic, and I want to suggest this to the to the fans as well. If those are kind of cool things you like seeing, like off off the off the universe, uh, read "Deadpool Kills the Marvel
2: Universe." Mm, I want to get to that. Yeah,
0: that is an amazing book, and it's part of the Killology, which is Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. He, uh, Deadpool kills history. I think it's what it's called, but he kills like old historical figures and then it's Deadpool kills Deadpool (laughs) and Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe for me was very hard to read it's very disturbing because he's he's literally killing off these heroes not even one by one some in groups very graphically Mm. and so you just see these heroes getting it like really bad so like if that's something i like i would i would read that Re- read yeah the marvel universe
2: i i'm a big fan of uh the infinity gauntlet oh i'm just i just started reading them in the oh, third book. so so it's you know it's a good thing where it, all a bunch of heroes yeah. are in the you know in the same place and they all you know it's the same thing like there's killing off of them and, and you get to see all their powers kind of used yeah. against them kind of stuff and and yeah I, i'm i'm looking forward to cracking into that oh yeah because the movie and the movie was great we we saw well, you saw it right which one uh deadpool, deadpool? oh yeah yeah, yeah. I saw deadpool yeah yeah but yes i
1: haven't did, seen it Tyler i've seen haven't. some cool uh cool simpsons fan art as with bart as deadpool
0: oh yes by josh huh. sullivan i don't was that a josh sullivan oh no it wasn't it, No, I'm sorry. it wasn't jo- josh he did, josh did a, a he did a deadpool yeah josh cool. has done some art for us he is a uh, you should check him out he's he a, made this a, pin Yep he he oh, takes wow. Simpsons art yeah. he takes Simpsons characters reworks them like does all sorts of things he's on Instagram and on Twitter and and really Josh you're a great guy we like you a lot uh, so yeah uh, then I think like the you know that's pretty, I, actually well let's let's do this really quick a couple of questions for you Mister Mister Flora as okay. a Simpsons fan we like to ask our guests first of all you know you you spoke about how you know you've been watching it for a very long time mm-hmm. you've been how did it like as a performer? Because you are an improviser, you're a comedian, you are an actor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How does the, the Simpsons inform you as a performer? Like, what does it do for you?
2: It 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 shaped a ton of uh, my delivery, my my joke reference, um, and uh, and and not just on stage, just in real life too, and in our podcast, we we just recorded. Um, what did we just record the we recorded uh, a thing on superstitions for weddings and things like oh, that oh no and uh we i i we we used the uh one of the jokes in in there uh directly from it's you know we we quote simpsons all the time in there like if something comes up, we'll, we'll be like, Oh, and, and I, and the baby uh, looked at me and I saw the baby and the baby waved at me. Like, <laughs> like we'll, we'll just, and you'll, you'll get to that. But, uh, <laughs> but, but like, and I was, I was, I was explaining my job, what I do for, you know, for work to Tyler when, when we came, when he got here. And, uh, I was using like, uh, the, the Don Mattingly reference yeah. from, oh, yeah, yeah. from the, yeah. uh, the baseball, uh, episode, but, um, yeah, I, I I reference them all the time, and and a lot of times people will just look at me because I don't think they don't get the joke. They they, they haven't stored yeah. all these <laughs> references yeah. like my brain has. But you know, growing up, and that was the things that made my friends laugh, mm-hmm. and that was like everything's just gotten stored away. Yeah, and like and
1: I think that's a very particular part of like, if I may, like nerddom. Like so that, Simpsons fans have in particular is just being able to constantly like quote things yeah. and like sometimes even not purposely. Right. Like, I and, and it's it's sunken so far into the ethos. I've talked about you one time, you said saxophone, <laughs> and like you never have you did had no clue what yeah. that was, yeah. Greg. But like, he I was like, oh, that's the Simpsons. Yeah. He goes, oh, I guess it is. I
0: also didn't know the term meh is, yeah. Simpsons. yeah. Uh, that's yeah, very
2: interesting stuff. So. One one of the things uh, uh, from from another great episode of um, the when Homer goes on the journey for the chili after the chili cook-off. Mm-hmm. Greg has seen that one, yep. so that's you've a, seen. Yeah. So yes. yeah, uh, I love that episode and. Uh, Bart's hat that says "Lucky it's, Red Hat." It's, it's chilly time, or yeah. whatever, and it's got the clock. And he's like, uh, "Look, Lisa, look, look, it's chilly time," and she's like, "Shut up, Bart." And he's like, "Oh man, this joke is wasted on losers like you." I use it all the time. I'm like, "Man, this is wasted on you."
0: I mean, and, that, and and that that's funny because there is, you know, as someone who doesn't know the world. When you have friends say the joke to you in a way that they think you're going to get it because they assume that you lo- love The Simpsons. And when you don't get it, the many reactions, the you get, like you can get like there's been <laughs> there has been anger there has been shock. There has been disappointment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I
1: just want to see someone shaking
0: with rage. I mean, like, our, our friend, our friend, we have a friend in Milwaukee who's a comedian, Lee Rowley, who, you know, he loves The Simpsons. And he actually said to me, I didn't tell you this, he said to me uh, about the show, he's like, he's like, yeah, it's a great, it's a, it, you know, it's, the, the, the podcast is great. I love the, I love the, I love the the premise, even though I can't believe you don't watch The Simpsons. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like yeah. I get that reaction from people. Yeah. yeah. Like people yeah. don't understand. They're like, how do you not love the Simpsons? Well, it's not that I didn't love it. It's just, I never watched it. Yeah. Now for you, you said something interesting because you know, you are a man who I is in, in, his thirties and you have responsibilities and things of that nature. <laughs> and well, the way you put it though, is is watching the Simpsons has faded off for me. Mm. Now there's people out there who say the Simpsons sucks as of, such a year for you. Is it a matter of not watching because you're not interested or because you don't have time?
2: It's, I think it's mostly time. I don't make an effort to watch every Sunday. Uh, I will, I will catch the reruns that are on Mm -hmm. and which is usually great because they're showing the older stuff, which, you know, I know. And for, for some reason, I, I, I like watching that as opposed to seeking out the new stuff. But there was a time when, you know, I, I think I was in a, a lull in what I was watching on on TV and Netflix and, you know, all that stuff. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to catch up on The Simpsons. And so I would watch some of the, the more recent seasons and things. And, yeah, it's the I think the quality has has tapered off there. They could be hit or miss, though. There are some good bits that are still in there. Yeah. I think I I don't I definitely don't hate, you know, The Simpsons with a passion now. Just because I'm like, it's not like season five. Right, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not, not that good. So <laughs> this is no Simpsons go to New York.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's okay to say that as like a fan though, to be like, well, it's not what it used to be for me, but that's okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, I think, think that... there's so many people who are like, it sucks now. I hate yeah. it. Like, and I think the thing too to realize in this close, you know, like I've got things that I obsess over that I love that I know that, Listening to it now, and for me, a lot of it's music. But listening to it now, it just means something different because you're older. You have different viewpoints. I mean, like, is it sounds like a weird example, but when I when I uh, when Fight Club came out, I was 19. I that movie was directed towards me. Like, are you a dis- disinfected, disinfected, dis- disenfranchised, <laughs> yeah, disenfranchised, disinfected? Watch no. this movie? <laughs> no, I'm not, not at all. But like, you know, does the world, you know, as a, as a young man, does the world like anger you? Like yeah. all these, and of course, it's, it's like yeah, and it's like you know, like he doesn't have a dad. It's like ah, and all these and you get in, and you you're like, I would totally fight someone. I know it hurt, and, and anarchy rules. And I watched the movie like two years ago. I'm like, dude, get a different job. <laughs> Stop whining. I mean, seriously, That's like funny, your yeah. your life is not that bad. So, the idea of like now, like to sit down to watch it, it would be it, it. Just I can't imagine anybody would watch The Simpsons with the same amount of excitement. They just watch it in a different way now. Yeah, and the fa- I think you're the first you're the first person we've interviewed who actually still watches it and watches the new episodes. A lot of people that we talk to are just we'll like refuse to. Yeah, they're, they refuse oh, to. They're no. like, nah, forget that. It's you know that kind of thing. And it's- and. And, and we, you know, one of the things we asked them is if you were given the keys to the castle, like you were in charge of Simpsons, what would you do to regain the glory? I guess you have to say the, the glory that you
2: believe it had because right. it's all different to different uh, people. And is that the, are you? That's a question. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a question. Yeah, for you. A question. I, I tell you what I, what I might do. And I know some, one of your guests has said they would end it and stuff. And I don't necessarily believe that you'd have to do that. But I think that the Simpsons, part of the reason, like you said, we're we're older we, we might have different views on on the jokes on the writing on on what they do, but I also think that some of the writing these days is aimed at trying to cater to a younger crowd or uh maybe the eighteen to twenty five demographic mm-hmm. and they I, I think that they're trying. As opposed to the past when they were just doing, yeah, and and people were were coming to them like as
0: second guessing and trying to guess what the audience likes,
2: guessing what the audience likes. Yeah, what they what they think people want to see or what they would pander to. Yeah, um, and I I think if I were if I were running it, I would just say no, man, just write a good episode. Just you know have you've got all these characters. What Make makes them. you laugh? That's the question. Well, I I love the puns. <laughs> Yeah. You you know I love the yeah. puns and and they do have their fair share, yeah. uh but like the the puns in there and just the the cleverness which they have glimpses of still yeah. in in a lot of the satire that's in there, so and maybe that's it, maybe maybe they need to be more satirical or less afraid of that but you i I think, think they
0: wouldn't be with the with all the power they wield I mean there are they're a a a money money printing machine for that for (laughs) fox and for matt graining i mean you know the question i I, one of the things we talk about too is like the golden age of conan and all those writers i have to believe that they were sitting in a room saying let's write what makes us laugh
2: yeah i mean i mean the the jokes that are just ridiculous but but still smart you know like instead of like well, here's here's a crazy situation. How are we gonna get out? Yeah. Well, I'll do something crazy. Yeah. And you know, and it's like, uh, like you guys were saying on, I think the one of the last episodes, it was like, uh, it starts in this one spot. Yeah. And it ends like, somewhere. You would totally never. Different. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I don't know that it, it's just it's hard to say because mm-hmm. a lot of stuff is uh, is similar, but I I feel like it's just not up to uh what the uh, the the past was, and so it's hard to say well, they need to to go back to that because in a way, they still do a lot of that that kind of stuff the the writing i'm being really vague and i'm sorry um but but i I think they need to write without fear, and I think there's fear in the writing these days i think there's they want to pander to an audience yeah and and instead of just writing. What, like you said, what makes them laugh? And I
1: think that that fear probably stems if that if that's true, probably stems from the fact that oh no, we have this loyal and dedicated fan base, and we don't want to. But at, yeah. but at this
0: point, down. but the question is, at this point, do they? Do they have a loyal and dedicated fan base, or they do they have a fan club from the early years? Because right now, I know you watch The Simpsons on a regular basis, yeah, and you do when you have it and David you do when you have a chance, but I don't know anybody who is still gung ho. So my thought is what are they sitting in this room afraid of? If they know that a great deal of their huge fans don't like what they're producing anymore and not to say they produce to try to bring those individuals back, but I have to imagine that those writers that are sitting in that room it's kind of be their dream to work on that show. You don't, you don't just say like, well, oh, I'm going to apply to work on the Simpsons. See what happens. You know, like I have to imagine that the Simpsons writing room is a very a big elite yeah. thing. And then if you get that, you want to do the best. And, and I would never tell a Simpsons writer, you're not doing your best work because it's not my place sure. to do that. But I also have to believe that the people that are in that room are saying we're writing for a show that a lot of people don't enjoy anymore because of X, Y, and Z that came before us. Can we change? it? It's like the person saying like, I'm going to change the world by going out here and planting this tree. Well, it takes a little more than that, but it's not impossible. So I, I that's something that I'm always going to fixate on. It's actually, you know, one of the reasons why we started the show is like, for me, the, the behind the scenes and the, the minutia of it is so interesting to me that, You could have this show that is so influential and so loved while also so hated to a certain
2: extent, which is uh, disappointed, disappointing. I I mean, to, to maybe get a little meta on, on it in a way, the world to me feels like we're, we're living in this culture where you can't be wrong. Yeah. It's, it's such a, a stigma to be wrong because you've got, this peanut gallery out there that is pretty much social media that just sets you on fire for making one little mistake. You're right. There's not, there's never going to be a thing
1: that someone doesn't like.
2: Yeah. And, and, and that a bunch of people don't coalesce around, you know, in that hatred towards or whatever, and then it blows up and then it's, you know, so I think in a way too, and, and maybe I was wrong to say they're afraid of doing, of, Uh, of some of the stuff. But in a way, it's like, well, maybe they're also, they don't want to make a mistake with what they're doing. And 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 it kind of feeds on itself. Maybe
1: part of the whole idea of The Simpsons' heyday being when it was happening in the early to mid-90s was that there was really no way to, there was no internet back then. There was, if you liked the show, you had to tune in. And then you found other like-minded people Mm -hmm. who also turned it tuned in and in that way kind of created this weird cult fan base. Um, And really now there's no way to kind of recreate that because of the internet, because it's, Oh, everything's accessible all the time. And I can talk and I can talk to people who like things all the time. And I can read about people who hate things all the time. So there's
2: getting arguments with them that really don't matter.
1: Exactly. And so there's really, no kind of way to create that small special something that there was maybe maybe in the 90s you know
0: yeah. pre internet and there's a question you know i can ask as a, a person who still very much enjoys watching saturday night live i watch it as much as i can because i think it's a good show and
2: see that's something that I'm, i i won't watch anymore cuz i i don't like the quality of it
0: but the thing is is that there's good stuff on there still there
2: there i'm sure there's good bits and i'm sure it's just like the simpsons like you know there's
0: and to, so to, to, and my thought is, my, my question to those people who's just, my question <laughs> to those people who say, "I won't watch The Simpsons because it sucks." Well, how long has it been since you've watched it? Why don't you watch it? Why don't you give it a shot and see what happens? Because you know, when people say "SNL has sucked for years, that's not true. SNL has sucked since it began, because if you watch that first season, there are some horrible. Horrible sketches on there. Every single season, every single show has sketches where you say not their best work, not very good, not funny at all. That kind of thing. There are theories that it's become more homogenized for consumption by teenagers. SNL has now, but also you look at some of the sketches they've produced just in the past two seasons. I mean, they're they're very satirical,
2: very, very critical. Yeah.
0: But I, I think it's that thing is, is if you, if you throw away the concept as a whole, and say, well, I don't want to watch it, and I don't like it because it sucks. Well, then you, you can't really say that because you don't know. If you're not watching it, uh, then you. I just like, and, and I'm, I'm speaking mainly about The Simpsons right now. I'm using SNL as an example, but I think what people do is they take The Simpsons, they hold it to, them, they hold it close to them as this this thing that they own because it means so much to them, and they don't want what they don't like to make it. Uh, bad to ruin it, to taint to, it. Yeah, and and the problem is that the attitude that they hold towards it is tainting it. Then mm. because the, the 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 inflexible nature of saying I won't watch it because it sucks. Well, that's fine, but you also might be missing out some stuff. You know, because yeah. 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 we because do, we don't talk about The Simpsons like we used to because it's not a revolutionary show. There, revolutionary is it's so hard to put out there as a, as a as a, a focal point because. There's so much information now. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. Kind of what I was talking about. exactly anytime you everything's accessible all the time. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's nothing that the Simpsons could do. And there's not a lot of things most TV shows could do nowadays. You say, oh my gosh, you see that thing on television last night. Yeah. That's I have a confession. That's you've never watched the Simpsons ever in your
1: life. That's why I don't watch Hollywood squares anymore. It's just past its prime.
0: I'm not going to you that either. <laughs> Paul Lind was the best. Uh so yeah, I mean Cal it's <laughs> It's the it's the it's the the psychological makeup of the opinions they hold towards the show where I just want to say, well, have you watched it recently? And a lot of times they'll say no. And I'm not I'm not forcing them to do it, but it also to me then
2: invalidates a little of the opinion that well, it's not a good show anymore. Well, you I, don't watch it. I, yeah, I you wish I know. could remember what what are the, some of the recent SNLs that I've seen because, yeah. you know, I've seen a couple of episodes, but I, I can't. And so I I really can't argue from a, an, <laughs> an opposition here for me. Yeah. For me. So I, I but, see what but you're, you're saying. But if, but if you're like, but if you're but if you are watching, if you're giving like if you see a host, you're like,
0: oh, I want to watch Amy Schumer host right. and you don't like it. You've watched it. But if you would have said, I stopped watching it in 2002 because after Will Ferrell got on that, uh, that uh, after Will Ferrell left or whatever, that the show sucked. And I will not watch it again. It's yeah, a terrible that's show. Not no. That's not a fair assessment because you don't you don't see any of the other actors. You don't see any of the hosts. You don't see the musical guests. You see nothing happening. Yeah. And I can guarantee you in, in 14 years' time between 2002 to now, you've missed amazing sketches. You've missed great hosts. You've missed... Awesome performances, so that idea that you just throw it down, and say I won't watch it, yeah, that's that that's that's sort of that's that just doesn't it doesn't jive with me personally. But you, I mean, you watch it, you. If I just I don't like uh, Keenan, Keenan Thompson. Oh my gosh. I don't like him. What's up with that? I don't, I don't think he's that? funny.
2: What's uh, up?
1: But stop quoting things at him.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't care. Fine. I don't know. I just <laughs> like. I, I don't think the writing is strong. And maybe yeah. it's. Maybe I'm being pretentious because we we've spent so much time in the city working on sketch shows and yeah. you know the improv and all that stuff. And I. Wait, you guys do comedy here? We do what? You do comedy here? Who? No. Chicago? No. No. I didn't know that. Didn't.
1: That happens. But okay, going. Not, not
2: well. But. Uh, see... <laughs> It's, it, it, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, yeah, so maybe I'm approaching it with with a more critical and and kind of like uh, uh, I, well, just just a critical well, view it, instead and, and, of just and, in trying to enjoy it. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean, when you're when you're a comedian and a writer, it is hard to watch a lot of things and 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 enjoy it with that sense of uh, it. <laughs> I can't think of the word of I apologize not knowing the word in my head right now, but it's you work at in that industry to a certain extent. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not a professional writer up right. there with SNL, but you still write sketches. You still write comedy. So for you, it's a different thing, but I'm talking about just like Simpsons fans, you know, saying, mm. nope, show
2: sucks done. Yeah. Do you, do you it think happens. it's, uh, what's, what is your favorite SNL season or, or, kind of period time period
0: um actually my favorites have been since uh have been the past few years uh also the Will Ferrell area around like late 90s early Mm -hmm. 2000s because you also had Amy Poehler and you had the rising of the women Mm -hmm. in SNL yeah like not just not only just like those performers but like their influence in the performances it's no longer just a boys game that that early 2000s when like late 90s early 2000s is when women started to become very very like,
2: sherry Terry on Augusta yeah exactly those, yeah.
0: exactly um but those are probably my favorite times and I mean I I loved watching SNL as a kid I mean I, I remember I remember watching Wayne's World premiere for the first time ever but uh I would actually say my favorite times of SNL are in the
2: 2000s Hmm. So. See, I w- I, I think mine are like around 92, yeah. like Adam Sandler, uh, time period. Uh, but with st- still with Mike Myers, Dana Carvey kind of, the uh, towards the end of their, yeah. their run beginning of like Adam Sandler and, and Chris Rock, those guys. Yeah. But like, I, I just think it's funny because I also feel like that's around the same time that I like the Simpsons seasons the most too. Yeah. And I just didn't know if there was a correlation to it's that. We, I guess you can't. Speak on that yet.
0: <laughs> no, I'll let you all know in 25 years. <laughs> well, um, so, yeah. yeah, so thank you for sitting down. Oh, no, I knew us, man. That was really nice.
2: Thanks, thanks uh, for letting me ramble for so long. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so
0: we got uh, Blurry Photos, you can find them on iTunes. Yes. Photos
2: on Yeah, iTunes? We're, we're on iTunes. Uh, you can search for us on there, find us. Uh, we're also, if you uh, we, we've got about 100 episodes on iTunes, but if you want to find maybe about 100 more, you can go to blurryphotos.org and go to our archives page uh, and get get a whole whole new world of of uh, podcasts there don't you there. dare close your eyes. That's right that's right carpet um. <laughs> Car- <laughs> Carpet is
1: Greg's safe word.
0: <laughs>
2: are we done playing? All right, that's cool. I'll go. So, so yeah, uh, uh, we, we're on Twitter, blurry underscore photos. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook, blurry photos podcast. Um, so yeah, uh, you got please. some. You got some lady friends too who run a podcast you're right? There are some some middle aged southern ladies that that are good friends of ours who uh, do a podcast called Candy Chat and they they review candy they they release about <laughs> once or twice a month they'll review they review candy and they give their their honest uh, southern middle-aged i on really
0: it. i really do love it when tabitha shoves candy in her mouth and can barely speak.
2: Yeah, everybody loves that. But Tabitha has a hard time, uh, you know, especially with that whole diabetes looming and everything. Diabetes. Diabetes. Well, great. But, uh, yeah, you can th- that's candychat.org. Excellent. You can find more on there and iTunes as well. So Well, you cool. guys
0: uh, check it out. Uh, check out all the stuff they do because they're they're friends. They are You've been on there. I've been on I've been guys- on. We'll be on there. Oh, man. <laughs> about
1: to. Become, uh, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep,
0: yep, yep. Uh, Yeah, check them out. And also, uh, you can check us out. Uh, please, if you like this episode, if you like this show, please go to uh, iTunes and give us a five-star review. If you believe we've deserved it. It helps a lot. And also, uh, check out our Tumblr page, which is SpringfieldVisitorsGuide.tumblr.com. And uh, find us on the internet. We're all over the internet. We're not going to tell you everything we're doing on the internet. But you can find <laughs> us on the internet. Internet. Internet, internet, <laughs> internet done.